सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीर्यम करवाबहई नम श्री शंकरुपादाबुजन्मने सविलास महामोहग्रहग्रसकर्मणे वी हैव बीन हैविंग ए डिस्कशन ए यू नो वेरी प्रवॉकेटिव व्हाट इज दैट यू नो पॉइंट put forth by swami vidyaranya you know and what does he say he says basically that everything that you perceive you know has a subjective component so we saw with the example of with two examples that were given from verses 22 to 25 we have been seeing that the first example was that of a precious gem a precious gem that is spied upon you know that let's say it's uh, on the street and then you know one person rushes dashes towards it to make it you know their own and the other person watches uh, you know completely upset the first person who gets the gem gem is elated the other person is disappointed and the third one maybe a sanyasi looks upon the whole situation very very dispassionately so this we uh, this we saw correct and then the other example which was closer to oneself you see how cleverly the whole uh, section from verses 22 to 25 is proceeding so clever because first it was an object that you know that is a precious stone and still there is a kind of a distance between the person and the precious stone you know yes the precious stone is an object of want a universal more or less object of want but you know no it doesn't have an overlay so much of all kinds of expectations such as somebody close to oneself in one's life maybe a wife maybe a mother maybe a daughter in law maybe a sister in law sister cousin etc you know so this is you know uh, this is something which is much more closer to home you see how he has proceeded with the example judiciously and uh, from the place of you know very deliberate thinking so from a kind of a you know a gem that doesn't have sukshma sharira no subtle body for the gem it's just an object an inanimate object and then that's why the the example of a woman is given because in those days i mean even now i mean in the family the woman upholds the family she keeps everything together and she is in a way you know 
I, the way that Swami Vidyaranya is presenting her is that she is pretty much indispensable to all the family members and why is she indispensable because you know she is claimed as sister-in-law by one and uh, you know daughter-in-law by another you know mother by by her own child wife by the husband by her husband etc so each one lays a particular claim on her which is what which is informed by their expectations of what you know what a wife means there is no such thing as wife you know some some kind of a role called wife you know floating around in the universe nah it is not there <laughs> what a wife is is both individually and collectively informed by what jeeva srishti by certain you know mental formations raga dvesha patriarchy etc etc this is what a wife should be this is what she should do so the the culture and the customs and the religion uh, everything has a say patriarchy has a big say you know a bunch of men decide what the wife should do and what are her duties and then write a book called dharma shastra <laughs> you know and then and then what happens to this book called dharma shastra this book called dharma shastra you know everybody has to follow why should everybody follow because that's how it is <laughs> you know something ancient is always laid in stone so uninterrogated one keeps on doing this until you know the glass ceiling breaks and then you know the, the everybody starts to question both the men and the women in the society start to question wait a minute why shouldn't they be educated you know why should not women pursue an education and then they you know and and people who are curious about this and who want to interrogate this you know look to the vedas and see that there was a time when women were educated and there was a time when they were doing yagyas they were pretty much doing everything that the men were doing they were doing puja abhishekas yagyas even the demoness you know they were they were, you know in the in sri lanka tara who was the wife of both sugriva and vali she does agnihotra <laughs> ah sita mother sita in the ramayana also does agnihotra by herself she is doing the ritual and so you see that then there is a certain kind of a shift in the in the mental nodes of the society a communally shared you know patriarchal belief comes in oh women shouldn't do this shouldn't do that stay in the home do this do that don't do this all these things you know this is just jeeva srishti and then again the time has changed you know there is a certain internal questioning and then certain exigencies where you know where uh, opportunities for women are you know opened up and so then you know there is education there is pursuing of a career and there is you know all kinds of things are expected now and so then you know the so what a wife means now is very different from what a wife meant in the 13th century for example so you see it's not that the role has changed it's that the mental perceptions of what a wife should be has changed then again you go to somewhere in you know to some country in the middle east there is a different understanding of what a wife should be then you go to europe and then say what is a wife then there is some understanding so there is no such thing as a wife an objective thing called wife doesn't exist 
the, the role of wife is subjectively formed most of all by people who stand to benefit from the role role of mother is subjectively formed yeah by the society by the individual also so it is a group you know group effort this jeeva srishti both individual and collective based on primarily raga and dvesha you know so therefore and then in the um, in the discussion yesterday we saw how you know there is there uh, you know there are two wives you know one wife is the material one you know there are two women actually one woman is the material physical woman you know which is called you know mamsamayi yoshit by by swami vidyaranya and then there is what is called manomayi yoshit then there is this woman who is filtered through the mental impressions this is wife this is daughter in law and this is how she should be and all the duties there is an overlay so in other words you know there is a privatization and internalization of everything that is perceived so there is no perception without internalization it's a very very big claim to make and unsurprisingly when you make such a big claim you will be challenged and swami vidyaranya's position is challenged here by who by the purva pakshi and what does the purva pakshi say purva pakshi mounts a what's its name mounts a um, an objection in the uh, we saw in verse uh, 24 and so why not we say the purva pakshi says you know that the you know that you know there is no no such thing called jeeva srishti because if i imagine like the four year old does sometimes you know horns and a tail on the father because the four year old is having a issue with the father and imagines the father is behaving devilishly because he could not you know he could not or he did not give the four year old the candy that was being asked so the you know the child draws the horns the tail and a angry expression on the face but that doesn't get transferred to the form of the father this is the purva pakshi's contention i don't see jeeva srishti i only see the woman you know yeah that that's because that woman is not connected to you <laughs> do you see your wife or your mother or your you know grandmother the same way we have to ask the purva pakshi and because you know there is this this process of privatization or customization of every image that is perceived is 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 not understood by the purva pakshi so the purva pakshi because it is a very i mean think about it it's a huge statement to make it it is a revolutionary statement in the understanding of how knowledge takes place ah <laughs> you know for knowledge to take place you know what is needed you need an object of knowledge and what is an object of knowledge called prameya and then you need a sub, you know you need a subject you know and the subject meaning the knower pramata 
So, Pramata and Prameya, so somebody who wants to know the Jignasu, you know, who wants to know what this object is, Jignasu here, not Vedanta Jignasu, just somebody who's, you know, wanting to know how does, what is this object? You know, sometimes what happens, there are deep sea Jignasus, they study deep sea creatures, and then suddenly something, you know, they put a camera at the bottom of the ocean somewhere, uh, I think off of the, uh, you know, off of the Florida islands. And then, uh, you know, they caught one creature that posed for a selfie for a fleeting second and then went off. They had never seen anything like it. So then it was some kind of a, you know, very strange deep sea jellyfish, it was like a uh, like a cross between a stingray and a jellyfish, correct? So, like this, you know, there are deep sea jignasus. So, how did this, how was this creature captured, you know, or we can say it was captured on the camera. So, the pramata, the deep sea jignasu, the subject, the knower and the object, this strange looking jellyfish. And how was it known? It was known through the eyes or through the camera, Pratyaksha Pramana. So, Pramata, Prameya and Pramana. So, Pramata, Prameya, subject-object difference. And how is that bridge? The bridge is Pramana, the means of knowledge. Whether you hear something and come to know or whether you see something and come to know, this is what the whole thing is. And this is how the knowledge is produced. So, the production of knowledge of an object, you know, is what is, has nothing to do with your mental, you know, formations. If knowledge is as good as the object, knowledge is faithful to the object, not to your mental formation. So, supposing if I hold up a pot in my hand and I say, Please look at this mango, the pot is not going to convert into a mango just to oblige my mental perceptions. The pot is still going to remain pot. And then everybody is going to quickly log off online <laughs> because they'll say until yesterday she made sense. You know, today we don't know what has happened all of a sudden. Until the last class everything was okay. Today something is wrong. <laughs> So, let us not create a, uh, let us not create any kind of controversy, you know, let us just quietly log off and then we'll give another chance a few days later, we'll log back on to see what, you know, whether she has recovered from this strange, you know, some kind of a lapse that happened, you know. So, if I hold up something and say, look at this beautiful ma mango and it is not a mango, it's not going to become a mango no matter how much I look upon it as a mango. Why? Because the knowledge is true to the object. So, the, ob you know, so the knowledge is not centered on the subject. Knowledge is centered on the object. Correct? Yeah, this is this is a this is a known thing in Vedanta and to put it in Sanskrit, just to be fancy, we have to say Vastu Tantram Jnanam. Vastu Tantram. Tantra here doesn't mean, you know, all Kundalini, Lingvini, don't put bring those in. You know, Vastu Tantram Jnanam. Tantra means dependent. So, the knowledge is dependent upon the objects as good as the 
object whereas you know your action is kartrutantram kartrutantram means dependent upon the doer so kartru i'm not going to put the diacritics today kartrutantram kartru tantra and vastu tantra you have to understand the difference between the two vastu tantra means it is dependent upon the object so you look upon something and you want it to be something else it's not going to be something else that you want it to it is still going to be what it is correct and whereas kartru tantram means if you manufacture something then you can make it whatever you want it to like you know children make some what is that called uh, japanese word origami you take a piece of paper and you learn and there are people, experts who do this you make the you fold the pieces of paper into make it into a beautiful crane you know the rudimentary one you make it into an airplane that everybody knows how to do but then you make it you fold it in a complex way and make it into a crane then you remove that take another piece of paper or the same piece of paper fold it differently now it's a dog now it's a you know reptile some kind of a lizard or an iguana and then it is a bird like this you know you can make it into this then you know then it is kartrutantram you visualize you make and then you have something but knowledge is not like that you can't look at a paper crane and then pretend it's a ship it's not you know possible and so this is well understood in vedanta and so the purva pakshi we we have to respect because uh, this purva pakshi is a well uh, educated person who is he who is posing the challenge not some roadside riff raff who does a, who has a lot of time on his or her hands and so therefore this challenge is taken seriously by swami vidyaranya and so what is the challenge the challenge is you know you know there is no there is no mental woman what are you talking about if there was a mental woman then she should have you know whatever i see that she should be there in that form so like the four year old sees the mother with the horns tail etc but it is not there it is not really there and so the response you know you know the response we saw yesterday you know maivam mam samayi yoshit kachidanya mano magi mam samayya abhedepi verse number 25 vidyate hi mano magi so the the answer given is beautiful ma evam syat not true this is not what you say is not correct because the physical form of the woman here since the woman is being you know was the example the last example noted the physical form being the same you know the mental form does is is subtle it doesn't have a shape and size you don't see the projection and the overlay like for example you don't see the snake you know everybody else who is looking at the rope will not see the snake why because they know it is a rope only in the mind of the person in whose mind the mistake has taken place the, the that person only sees the snake other people around don't see the snake why because this is a very subtle projection and so this internalization of the woman is you know is is not you know 
is not uh, is not something that is easily objectified it is objectified by the person making the projection it is objectified not you know not otherwise because you don't see what are the mental formations in each mind thank god <laughs> yeah <laughs> otherwise you will see so many unflattering versions of yourself you know whoever you meet and you may be surprised because the people you thought were the closest to you are are having so many mistaken impressions or perceptions of you okay so this is actually a the, 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 this this part is the is is a gift from mother maya the covering portion so that you don't have to deal with other people's perceptions you know in in a in a objectified form you have to deal with them but but they are they have to own up those perceptions you know so it's for each one to own up the perceptions so now you know uh, yesterday we we closed with vidyaranya swami ji's shocking revelations that indeed in every perceived object thing you know person relationship there are two of them <laughs> one is ishvara srishta and the other is the overlay the privatization the customization based on the personalities vasanas ragas dveshas so there is you know so there is a there, there is so the production of knowledge is there but there are two versions of the same thing one is general one is privatized customized one is ishvarized the other is jeevaized oh is that is there a word yeah now there is <laughs> ishvarized and then jeevified that is better yeah so one is ishvarized ishvarized version of the jagat the objective jagat and then the jagat as it enters the mind subjective jagat and objective jagat both enter the mind but the subjective overlays the objective so in in fact you know before one encounters vedanta or before one has a kind of an enquiring life both are inextricably you know connected so the mamsamayi yoshit the flesh and body mind sense complex of the woman and manomayi yoshit the mental understanding or the connection or the expectations that one has of this woman are you know entangled like a plate of noodles unable to separate even if they are color coded okay this you know white color is ishvara and there is you know green color is jeeva jeeva's perception they are just so badly mixed up and then you know this is a shocking you know uh, owning up that one has to do in order to eliminate samsara so the elimination of samsara is in the firstly in the suspension and then in the dropping of the jeeva srishti and that's why you know we we saw yesterday how you know i gave examples of how one has two sets of mothers one is the objective mother however she is she was and then the other is what the subjective mother so whose name is what 
we saw yesterday smother not mother because that's what she did <laughs> you know poor thing that's all how she knew how to do and whereas the uh, another mother you know this the, the first mother here has gained a has gained a syllable smother <laughs> the sakara has come whereas the another mother doesn't know how to mother <laughs> and and so she is what other not mother she has lost one syllable she has lost the m because she has subjected in the child's mind she has subject, subjected the child to abuse neglect etc so she has othered the child not mothered the child and then the another mother is what smothered the child and same thing with father you know father is farther and farther away so father is farther <laughs> so like this we saw there are two at least two sets of parents of relatives everything because the the the, the mother has been internalized and what are the ingredients of this internalization also we saw the internalization is through expectations unmet needs and in the psychological parlance it is called frozen needs so you never see the uh, the the people in primary relationships as they are you see them how they should have been and how you want them to be and if that is not you know interesting enough we also saw how these perceptions of the primary scare givers are overlaid on all other people that you may not even know properly and they are they are projected on the therapist even they are projected also on the teacher of vedanta yeah what has to do because same thing same thing the mental formations everything they just come together and it's not just the physical form that you are looking at you are also looking at you are, you are also dealing with a filtered version of the physical form and the filter is one's own raga and dvesha this is what we have seen so far and then that's why and how to come out of this you know somebody asked and then uh, you know i said there's lot of time don't worry and so but you know just uh, uh, we can we can talk about this here a little bit in the bhagavad gita in the 5th chapter uh, bhagavan says something very interesting sparshan kritva bahir bahyan sparsha sprishyante iti sparshaha so you know sparsha means sense objects objects of the sense organs and the mind so this you know so the, the word sparsha is very interesting uh, you know sparsha means things that here things that are touched are called sparsha ha and the sense organs that touch them are also called sparsha ha sprishyante iti sparsha ha sprishyante anena iti sparsha ha api so they, you see there there is a very interesting you know interesting connection so the sense organs are also named sparsha ha and that which the sense organs contact are also sense objects are also called sparsha 
Why did not the Sanskrit language, doesn't the Sanskrit language have other words? In fact, the Sanskrit language is so um, elastic, you can make words for, for different word for sense objects and sense organs. But the sages of the language were very, very savvy and they saw one very important fact that the sense objects get, uh, you know, the sense organs get entangled in the sense objects. And to, to delineate and to point out this entanglement of the sense objects and the sense organs, the sense organs get lost and identified with the sense objects. Both are called Sparshaha. <laughs> Very ingenious. And the same thing in the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Vyasa, Bhagavan Vyasa shows this very nicely. And so Lord Krishna says to Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita, Sparshan Kritva, here Sparsha doesn't mean sense organs. Those that are contacted by the sense organs, make them, may keep the outside world outside, keep the external objects external. This is a very strange directive. And this is the directive to, for the person to come out of samsara, you know, to practice, so to speak, you know, the, uh, to, this is for one's own practice, to drop the, you know, the mental world. So how do I drop the mental world? You know, the dropping the mental world is, is, is very easy, because you keep the outside world outside. And this directive would have been useless if the outside world did not have a way of entering the mind through the sense organs and getting entangled with, with the subject and the, you know, object, so to speak, that you are not able to distinguish between the two. The subjective component of the object and the objective component of the object. So the GV-fied version of the object, you know, one is not able to delineate. So therefore, drop the external world. When you sit down, for example, for meditation or nididhyasana, drop the external world. Well, easier said than done, you know. This is like a Zen Koan. So, a disciple comes to the teacher. This is in the Zen disciple. Zen disciple comes to the Zen master and the Zen and the Zen and he comes holding uh, the Shishya comes holding two um, what is that called? Earthenware lamps. Clear lamps. And uh, you know and then you know uh, uh, he comes holding the lamps and the master says what are you holding? in the left hand, lamp sir, drop it, he drops the lamp, what are you holding in the right hand, lamp sir, another lamp sir, drop it, and then he asks, now what are you holding in your hands, nothing sir, and then the master inexplicably says, drop it, <laughs> you know, so, uh, that, you know, is a head-scratching moment. And thankfully, we don't have to teach this story or this text, you know. This is, and in fact, it is not to be taught. In fact, the Zen, uh, you know, these Zen masters, you know, uh, I am, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, I am slightly envious of, you know, ask me why? Why? Because they can get away saying these things. 
so that is that is the that is the end of class what do you have in your hand lamp drop it what do you have in your another hand drop it now what do you have in your hands well nothing sir drop it and then the class itself is dropped the teacher gets up and goes away and the student has to mentate you know meditate enquire into this and then come up with the answer and here the Ved the vedanta teachers have to explain each and everything you know savistarena along with great details and examples so you know but in the uh, in the upanishads in the earlier Upan in the, in the earlier times i think it was kind of zen like because the teacher would say like in the taittiriya upanishads you know bhrigu goes to his father uh, you know varuna and then uh, says you know please teach me about brahman and then what does you know varuna says varuna says yatova imani bhutani jayante from which causeless cause all these beings have come by which causeless cause all these beings are sustained and unto which causeless cause all these beings get resolved tad vijignyasasva please enquire into that tad brahma that alone is the brahman that you are searching you are looking for and he also goes away leaving you know bhrigu uh, to meditate upon all this and to do vichara to do enquiry so you see even i think in the beginning because of adhikari bhedarth you know in the upanishad there are all uttama adhikaris for our benefit uttama adhikari means you know very highly uh, what should i say highly qualified students with very few ragadveshas because they have already done the homework and so these kinds of small directives were enough now you know and even in the 13th century swami vidyaranya had to write a chapter of 69 verses to drive home this point that uh, that this mental world has to be dropped in order to get anywhere you know close to tatvamasi to to the mahavakya to to even understand this mahavakya the mental world that each one carries has to be dropped yeah and what do you have in the mind <laughs> right now i'm thinking of lamp sir oh what do you have you know what did you have yesterday yesterday also i was thinking of lamp sir drop it okay sir what do you have now nothing sir drop that also <laughs> and what does that mean nothing means you think it is nothing because you can't see what you are carrying you can't see all this burden of impressions from god knows how many years early childhood impressions you know and then other collective impressions from the family legacy from the society from everything all that has to be dropped to get anywhere close to this knowledge but how to drop <laughs> this is where we had dropped the class yesterday how to drop well you know we we just go back to pujya swami ji's teaching and pujya swami ji would always say give the world the freedom to be what it is yeah who are you to give the world the freedom to be what it is the world is going to be what it is anyway all right 
pretend to give the world the freedom because for you the world is other than what it is give the person especially the primary caregivers who have because of non understanding turned into primary caregivers <laughs> give them the space to be who they are give the mother the freedom to smother give the mother the freedom to other give the father the freedom to go farther and farther <laughs> ah give them that freedom but even if i don't give them that freedom that's how they are doesn't matter you pretend to give them that freedom for you they are not like that correct so you give them that freedom and the more one is able to give the freedom to the objects in the world to be what they are in one's perception and granted one's perception may be flawed you know mother may not be mother but still give the perception let that perception be you ishwarize the perception so you see you no longer have the burden of you know carrying an internal mother father friend wife husband etc and you are freed also of owning up that perception and being burdened by the perception the perception migrates to the foot of lord dakshina murti in the form of apasmara the one who haunts by powerful memories of the past that is the name of the word apasmara because i was intrigued you know what is this apasmara how do you how do you you know explain this meaning and so the word smara was there smara from smru you know to 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 remember and i asked once pujya swami ji what is this apasmara does it mean bad memories and he got very excited he said yes so apasmara is a being he told me that haunts with the help of memories so all these bunch of subjectivity gathered into this small truncated inner child that refuses to grow up that is unable to grow up is given to the lord to parent yes apparently <laughs> ah. so this is the objective version of my subjective burden that i carry because i am able to see two things in this subjective version in my subjective world i am able to see actually three things that it is universal i carry my subjective world this person carries their subjective world that it is universal that the unconscious is the is the storehouse of this subjective world number 2 that this the store the, what is the ingredients the raw materials that make up this subjective world is nothing other than my perceptions the unconscious mind unconscious because i don't know it is happening i don't know that this overlay is taking place i don't know that there are two mothers two fathers two spouses two you know employers two employees i don't know that i don't know that i'm carrying a parallel universe of uh, impressions of personalized customized universe based on previous impressions of pain hurt sorrow which becomes sukha dukha hetu in the present time in the empirical vyavaharikam you know life vyavaharika life i don't know that that's why it's the unconscious 
but as soon as i'm conscious of the unconscious and here you know it doesn't mean that i'm conscious of each and everything that's not possible that's why it's called unconscious it is the avarna shakti of maya here it's a, it's a, it's it's a what is that it is it's a, it's a personal avarna shakti avarna of maya it is concealed from the conscious mind but it creates problems because it leads to distorted vikshepa on the individual's part on on the individual level this distorted vikshepa takes place ha huh? and so therefore the avarna is a blessing of bhagavan because i don't know what's there thank god <laughs> because otherwise the child would never grow up the child would not be able to you know take in the childhood because it doesn't have the brains uh, you know the brain is not developed so the unconscious gets developed the unconscious mind becomes the storehouse of pain which is suppressed until the child becomes an adult and then it has to deal with the pain in the form of the inner child and parent the inner child this is what needs this is how it is so first this unconscious world is universal everybody has it everybody has a mistaken impression a bunch of mistaken impression and the and the ingredient for this mistake is the unconscious the pain and sorrows of childhood and the wrong impressions gained in childhood so that is that is the that is two things and the three things is that it can be offloaded uh it can be offloaded not downloaded it's already downloaded but it can be offloaded you know just like you know the the computer you know especially these apple computers i don't know what's their problem you know they come with so little memory yeah they don't have a lot of memory you know this thing and so very soon you just download two three things from the internet archive of sanskrit texts you know like big big things you know and uh, like shankara bhashya for all the upanishads you download you know and then what and then you get a message you are running out of memory and so then you have to buy one what is that called hard drive yeah you have to buy one hard drive and then you put that it is connected with a little usb and then you put that and all the things you you need you want those things but then you don't need them right now what do you do you store it in the hard drive and then you can disconnect it and it will be safe and your you know the computer is freed up of memory correct so that's kind of like that so this person is full of all kinds of memories and so what does one have to do you know one has to make it into number 3 one has to make it into a social fact meaning what see this that i i am helpless in the face of having these dual reality and this jeeva srishti overlaying or projected on ishvara srishti is the sukha dukha hetu sukha we are not worried about but still sukha dukha hetu we have to say because there is you know there is a two point to two fold mistake adhyasa one is a positive projection and the other is what a negative projection based on 
positive impressions of the past and negative impressions of the past. The twofold projection being there, that is why, you know, this Sukha Dukkha Hetu, it is, and this projection has, is what? You know, when I Ishwarize the projection, Ishwarize means what? I say, you know what? This is, this is a fact. This is also created by Ishvara. So the, so the Jeeva Srishti is when I own up this and when I run the script of the Vasanas, Ragas and Dreshas, you know, I run that script. When I own it up and run that script, what happens is that it is an unconscious running of a script. Again, to use the computer language, you know, sometimes you get the message, some script is running, do you want to stop it? And you have to say yes, otherwise everything is, you know, blocked up. That, that round, round thing comes, you know, some colored ball keeps rolling because nothing is working. It has come to a standstill. Likewise, the jiva is running an unconscious script. And that script is what? Is conscripting the jiva into some kind of a horror show, which is one's life. And therefore, it has to be given up. Where else will you give it up? Other than to Ishvara. You made it. You take care of it. You help me drop it. Sparshan Kritva Bahir Bahyan. And when you drop it, when you see, that's why the Lord Dakshinamurti's form is so beautiful, is so gorgeous, because at the foot of it is, is the storehouse of all the pains and sorrows you have surrendered. <laughs> so where is Jiva Srishti now? <laughs> no, you have washed your hands of Jiva Srishti. It is all Ishvara Srishti alone. And then when... When that Jiva Srishti, when what was Jiva Srishti, your own impressions are put at the foot of Lord Dakshiramurthy, then what? Then you are freed of that to be able to, with practice, with devotion, you know, this surrender of one's, you know, impressions, pains, sorrows at the feet of the Lord. Is a, is a conscious understanding of the presence of the inner child. And then, you know, we are very quick to see the other person's inner child. Oh, the mother has an inner child. Yeah, that's what is acting out now. The father has an inner child. The friend has an inner child. And of course, the spouse is nothing but inner child. One is very quick to do the psychological diagnosis. But it is very difficult to pin down the inner child nay, inner children within oneself. And all that is given up by externalizing first the fact of this inner child. And that apasmara is given to Lord Dakshinamurthy so that the apasmara, which looks like a child but has a moustache, has a shield and a dagger, offensive, defensive, to use Pujya Swamiji's word, ninja stands, you know, don't come near, otherwise I will, I will biff you. <laughs> kind of like this Purva Pakshi, offensive and defensive. It is given to where it belongs, it is given to the foot of the Lord. You created it, you helped me come out of it, you take care of it. And then the person is free to enjoy this knowledge. This is a very important step in letting go of Jeeva Srishti. Keep the outside world outside by giving it the freedom to be what it is rather than what you want it to be. 
but 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 how do i tell the difference when there is disappointment that means there is jiva srishti in operation when there is anger jiva srishti is in operation when there is sorrow fear jiva srishti is in operation when you are able to accept that that this is how it is ishvara srishti is in operation ishvara is in operation you are ishvara you are one with ishvara because the world no longer has the problem of having you know the no longer has the capacity sorry to trouble you you are one with ishvara you are ishvara you are ishvara esk that is the whole thing that is where one is that is where this chapter is headed and that is why this chapter is so important to study because this chapter alone has the power to transform this this very subtle inner workings that's why i said this, this chapter is very unique nowhere else you know you will find jeeva srishti being talked about in such detail in great detail so when you give up the jeeva srishti you know when you are conscious of this jeeva srishti even before you give it up you are conscious of it when you are conscious of it it is objectified and the subject object you become a sakshi to the jeeva srishti and then what it becomes ishvarized and ishvarized jeeva srishti is much better than an unishvarized jeeva srishti it's so beautiful it is just you know very very wonderful to be able to assimilate this knowledge very very important and then you know and then what happens then we go to the we try and see if we can go to the next verse let me find the text first yeah so and then this is this this uh, contention is nicely taken care of in verse number 4 which brings this shocking revelation that there are that they the mental formation is of of a person of the woman here in the example is not is not something that is subject to you know subject to objectification very easily it is only objectified through what is called sakshi pratyaksha now the um, you know the purva pakshi unsurprisingly is not satisfied the purva pakshi's contention let us not forget you know that anuvartate anuvartate means there is it 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 uh, you know it comes down from the previous verse there is anuvritti so the, the contention is not going to be repeated because there is only one contention and that contention is going is you know is inherent where in the previous uh, uh, in the previous uh, what is that objection uh, it is inherent and what was the objection who remembers what was the objection why does the purva pakshi you know the the objector come into the picture who remembers yeah that you know that there is no you know that there is no jeeva srishti yes there is there is no personalized customized thing and no, no physical change he gives as an example that is the hetu he gives that is there is no physical change therefore there is no impression based srishti 
this is the so the no physical change is the hetu is the cause and is the you know is, is what he gives to buttress this example and then you know so there is no there is no jiva srishti that is the contention jiva srishti is not there how is there that this jiva srishti possible so he mounts this second uh, you know this uh, second objection based on the fact based, based on his belief which is uh, obviously unshakable up to this point that there is no jiva srishti verse number 26 bhranti svapna manorajya bhranti svapna manorajya smritishvastu manomayam smritishvastu mayo manomayam jagranmanena meyasya jagranmanena meyasya namanomayate tichet namanomayate tichet so this is a very interesting objection and something for a change that is not uh, you know uh, that is not uh, what is that um, that is that is actually not completely out of line and that is kind of relatable so he says for example that bhranti so let's say he says that they may be he agrees partially with uh, swami vidyaranya and he says that you know he or she whoever it is but purva pakshi since it's a masculine noun we will just take it as he so um uh, why not she because she is a vedantin okay he is only having doubts just for fun i'm saying <laughs> no no such thing so this fellow says what does this fellow say this fellow says that the um i i partially agree with you okay fine your jeeva srishti or your two two mothers two two fathers all this all this you know thing that you have been talking about for one and a half days might be there but it is only there in certain conditions it is not there all the time so there is a personalized customized privatized mistaken world perhaps that you say but that operates only under certain conditions let us look at the conditions he is talking about bhranti in in the example of a mistake bhranti bhranti here doesn't mean delusion in in a mistake you know you can say delusion when the person is deluded but the when does the delusion occur mistake so delusion here is not atma agyanam bhranti here is not anyatha gyanam in terms of atma agyanam but a baby anyatha gyanam like for example i mean i had this experience i was just going for a walk once and i saw this man you know just sort of basically shaking a child what i thought from that angle so i quickly went so he was and then from that angle it looked a little alarming i said okay what is this father doing to this child he seems to be shaking this child violently you know and he was shaking the child was shaking and the 5 6 year old child you know first grader then i quick i quickened my steps 
to go and they were sitting on some bench and then I quickened my steps to go there to inquire what what was there and I saw that both were la holding on to each other and laughing helplessly at something at a shared joke <laughs> but from where I was standing it looked like he was shaking the child you see so this is bra this is an example of a mistaken assumption and so what that mistaken assumption did was bring out the, the, what is that, bring out the possibility which was of what, my own projection that the father is or the, this man is ill-treating the child because that possibility exists because uh, how, how is it understood, how is this possibility understood, Smriti because we have seen it happen before, we have seen it happen on TV, we have seen it happen in movies and alas, we all, uh, you know, all too often see it happen in, 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 in the empirical life, we see such things and the possibility exists and it is loaded in the Smriti, in the memory and then what? And then you see something and then you immediately look at it from an angle and you imagine the worst. Just like I thought, oh, what is going on here? Because it really looked like they were, uh, he was, you know, shaking the child. But then I saw that they were holding on to each other and sharing a wonderful moment, laughing helplessly. And then so this is Bhranti and then Smriti. Smriti means something that is remembered. So this is an example that covers Bhranti and Smriti. And then what is the other condition? He says, Bhranti Swapna. Swapna means in dream. So in dream, there is only a mental formation that is projected. You can dream all kinds of phantasmagorical things which have nothing to do in reality. Nothing to do at all. You can dream of a boat that is flying in the air. You can dream that you are on a magic carpet along with some, you know, people from Mars or some other place which has life. And you can dream that you have some, you know, you have, uh, you have some magical powers. You can dream all kinds of things because there is only your own mental formations which is the raw material for the dream. Yes, mental formations are there in a deluded state Bhranti, when you make a mistake, correct? And then Smriti, in, in something that is remembered, because when you remember the woman that is, you know, that is there, when you remember a mother, then you, you know, you are relating to the remembered mother, Natu, the real mother. Real means Vyavaharikam mother, not the, not the empirical mother, correct? So, so in memory, in a state of confusion, Bhranti, and then in what is called, uh, you know, Swapna, dream state, and then one more state, Manorajya. Manorajya means in a fantasy state. And so many times people have fantasy, you know, fantasy that they have, that, that they are, uh, you know, they are uh, uh, connected to somebody who is a celebrity. Who is this celebrity? Somebody very important, you know, an important celebrity they are connected to and where in their own imagination. <laughs> So this fantasy world about which Swami Vidyaranya will have to say a lot as we move on, this fantasy world, this mental projection is possible because in the fantasy world this person thinks that this celebrity, they are going on a cruise with this celebrity. 
and then they have asked for the autograph the autograph is given and then the celebrity looks at this person up and down why don't you join me on my cruise on my private yacht you know oh thank you thank you thank you i don't know what you see in me doesn't matter i need a friend come on hop on and then you imagine you know eating peeled grapes with the celebrity and then somebody is there fanning you in the boat and then there is nice breeze and then there is the celebrity and the celebrity looks into your eyes and says oh you know i can tell you everything so nice i really needed a friend like this and you say yes i also i also have been your fan for so long and i'm so happy to uh, to to meet you and you are just exactly like how i had imagined <laughs> the person says in the imagination you're just like how i thought i knew you were a good person and you are such a good person all this is taking place where in the person's fantasy the boat ride you know the the nice uh, you know fruit salad everything is happening in the imagination in the imagination yet the so uh, yes the samskara filled you know vasana filled world is projected the purva pakshi is ready to accept but then he says jagrati in the waking state this is not possible chet chet means what if you know what if means it's an objection so here is a particular way of expressing in sanskrit so jagrat chet but when and if the person is awake this is not possible there is no mental form there is no mental world operating in the waking state and he gives the ingenious answer manena me yasya you know namanomayaha iti no na manomayata there is no manomayata there is no mental world at all the mental status is not there for the world because as we saw earlier you know that's why i spent some time talking about it uh, the, the knowledge of objects in the waking state is based on the object not on your mental projection we already saw that and so where what are you talking about that there is a mental world no mental world is possible in the waking state dream state yes and a state of mistake yes and in and in um, what is that smriti remembered something yes and then finally in that other one what was that uh, swapna uh, no swapna we saw bhranti swapna manorajya day dreaming state yes but not in a proper waking state in the pure waking state no mental formations are possible because what you see is what you get because your sense organs are are objectifying the pot and they don't see a mango they see the pot and then the, and even if you say even if you wish for the pot to become a mango mango it it ain't going to become and so now what are you going to do Oh Swami Vidyaranya, how are you going to get out of this tight place where I have placed you? Because you see, I am not a roadside purva pakshi who who is not studied Vedanta. I know all your lingo. I know pramana. I know the word prameya. I know the word pramata. What are you going to do now? We'll see that in the next class. ओम पूर्णमदः पूर्णमिदं पूर्णात् पूर्णमुदच्यते 
पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाग पूर्णमेवावशिष्य ओम शांति 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 हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओम